Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and uh, today um, I'm I'm, in, I'm coming from uh, Windsor House, which is nice because um, we're in the boardroom where the first time I stood up in front of uh, the guys from the Shrewsbury Beard and various places that were planning the Darwin Festival, and this is the place where I stood up a few years ago, and I was like, "You guys have never heard of a podcast, but you will do in a couple of years." And here we are today. Everybody and the dog is making a podcast, so <laughs> it's changing the world slowly, slowly. And today I'm speaking to the guys, the folks from AFP um, Shrewsbury, to talk about um, this this changing situation that we've got with uh, with money and um, finances. The world is changing; things are getting more expensive. All of a sudden, it's not just one thing. It's like loads of different things. It's fuel. It's your your energy for your house. You know. Um, it's it's also food is going up. Um, the, the fuel you put in your car. Everything it seems like everything's going up. So we're here today to try and discuss ways that you guys can stay ahead of things and not fall on the wayside. So first of all, should we get names? We'll go around the table. Um, Morning, Alex. Gary hello. Harper. Gary Harper. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And yourself. Uh, morning, Alex. Uh, hello. Jessica Harper. Hi, Jessica. Um, first of all, thank you for coming to say hello to me. Uh, we were in Cups Coffee, and I was interviewing Peter Metcalf for the uh, the proms. And um, the funny thing is, uh, you came, you like, I've got a business card, and I didn't have my business card on me. Um, so I put loads in my wallet, but I forgot my wallet today. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just, it's just so stupid. But thank you very much for coming to say hello and introducing yourself, because this is, this is one thing. I was always taught that you're not supposed to talk about money and politics, right? But I think the money side of things, to a degree, we do have to talk about, right? Yes. It shouldn't be things that we keep to ourselves. We should definitely talk about our stresses and our, our troubles and see if we can get through it together, right? Absolutely. I think uh, it's more important these days than ever, basically for the reason that you've just said, everything seems to be going up and uh, people need to uh, keep a track on their, their spending. Uh, and probably the best way to do that to start with is probably get their bank statements and go through what they're actually spending everything on. Um, take a look at that, look at the essentials, such as their utilities, can they make any savings there? Um, the, the area that we concentrate on is, is obviously mortgages. Um, if you've not reviewed your mortgage in the last two years, then you know definitely uh, that's something that you might be able to make serious savings on. I'm, I'm not very good at planning stuff like this. I mean, I don't have a mortgage, um, but I have money, like a lot of people, you know? And um, I, don't, I don't pay attention to to all the details that's going in and going out and you know if, if things are if things are difficult one month i'll just cut back on certain things and then i'll probably go and make the same mistakes again next month you know and slowly it'll start to sink in what where did it go wrong you know um people are different aren't they you know some people are very anal about their their, their, uh, their budgets and how things go in and out um so everybody's different um what we'll do though i think is really we kind of just started teetering into that but what we'll talk about is AFP and where it came from and where it originated from so can you tell us where AFP came from and uh, AFP stands for advanced financial planning and the reason we named it that was back in the day we used to advertise in the yellow pages which some, uh, yeah. some of you might remember um, and it was either that or aardvark financial planning to get us at uh, in the A's on the... Uh, Very clever. People, yeah, it, it's so old hat now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we've been uh, based in Shrewsbury for around 20 years now, um, and I've been working in the industry for 30. So, uh, yeah, we've got quite a bit of experience. Uh, experience through so much turmoil when it comes to finances. Uh, the, yeah, we, we've, uh, we've gone through the uh, financial crash of uh, 2008 and uh, and various other sort of uh, 
areas that have been really bad here. And um, generationally, obviously we've got, we've got people of all ages around this table. Generationally, um, do you think uh, people are starting to have a different understanding about finances because of how they've experienced things in their life? Yes, I, I think younger people are, are probably more astute than, than we give them credit for. Um, you know, they can check their bank balance, check their statements quite readily on their phones. So, yeah, they, they really need to uh, make a note of what they're spending their money on and try and uh, economise because obviously things are going up. Rents are going up if you haven't got a, uh, if you haven't got a mortgage, rents are going up. So that's uh, another area. Uh, petrol's going up, food's going up. Yeah. utilities going up so yeah not great kind of all of our Instagram lifestyle folks and you know I was talking to someone about that actually a while ago that um, a lot of Instagram accounts and all these these glam photos and stuff a lot of them are just not genuine these people don't have the money that they make out that they have they, really? they make themselves look glam and stuff and they're actually really yeah. living in destitute conditions you know it's just bizarre to think about that that is happening but that's kind of the kind of lifestyle people want to show that they've got you know the uh, the sunglasses the cars the beach the, the kind of the chis- it's a it's a bizarre world we're living in why can't people just be people you know I, i've got a podcast i am who i am i don't need to look glam or anything but i don't know I kind of, you look very glammed i do i am uh, you thank are. you thank you i do i, <laughs> I like you we're going to get on really well we're going to get on really well um so uh, as, as i mean obviously this isn't the first financial crisis that's happened over the, the, the few decades we've had. Um, but what, how does this differ from everything else? I, I can't remember a time where everything seemed to be going up all at the same time. I mean, we've had periods where interest rates have gone up considerably, mm-hmm. uh, and they're still relatively low uh, historically. But, um, yeah, I can't remember a time where food was going up, um, petrol everything you spend more or less seems to be going up at the moment. Uh, uh, it's difficult to recall a time like that. You know, it, it's, it's really quite bad at the moment. And, you know, we've seen, um, this is going to sound like a stupid thing to probably bring up, but maybe you tell me, to be honest with me as well. We've seen, um, uh, there's a new story a couple, of days, a couple of days ago about Netflix. They, they're losing a lot of subscribers because yeah. they jumped the gun and were like, we're going to put the prices up. <laughs> and everybody went, well, no, we're gonna, we've got other things we can look at. We're not going to, pay for our subscription um do you think like this is a hard time for businesses now because they, they've got to gamble they've got to make the decisions before everyone else does or otherwise they're going to fall by the wayside i think a lot of people will uh, will look at their sort of subscriptions to netflix sky and places like that do they really need them you know there's quite a lot of money it's costing people so yeah people are dropping out because uh, it's the easiest thing to cancel yeah um you can't cancel your utilities so easily or your rent or your mortgage but you can cancel um subscriptions it's weird that we might see this trend because everything started separating into like netflix and disney and paramount and hbo and everything was sort of splitting off so now what we're going to see like you just said people will start just going well i don't need that i don't need this and like so they're not going to be able to get those shows we're going to see a, a, a spike in in, in pirating you know, people down, illegally downloading TV, yeah. not subscribing. So then things might start coming back into the centerfold again. You know, then people start buying. It's weird how these things affect everything. And let's not talk about Netflix and stuff all the time. But it's, it's just one of those indicators, isn't it? You know? Yeah, I think it was the first um, year that they got less viewers yeah. for, for a long time. So, uh, yeah, they're always expanding. But this time they're, they're losing quite a lot of viewers. I read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> When it comes to looking after your finances, 
Um, what's the first? What's the first thing to you look at? Obviously, there are the, the, the signs. Things aren't going out. Um, you, you know, you, there's less uh, disposable income that you can use, or I don't know. What What are the thir- the first things that you can start doing to sort of uh, start making plans to change the way you spend? I, I would I would say uh, what you need to do is to take a look at your bank statements, which uh, um, set aside half an hour at the weekend and just sort of go through. I mean, I, I'm still quite surprised my, uh, my my father, who's in his 80s, still goes through his bank statements and ticks off everything that he's spent on. He keeps all his receipts and then goes through them, which is uh, it, it's a little bit, little bit much, but I know I should be doing that as well. But that, that's probably the best start, is to go through your um, what you're spending on do you really need to spend it on that? Is there any savings you can make? You know, can you walk to work rather than drive and park and, and things like that? So uh, just little things, but daily changes. You know, I think if you have a, uh, a coffee every morning, you know, it ends up costing you about, you know, £100 a month, you know. So, uh, you know, you could make a savings there. Yeah, bear that in mind, Shrewsbury. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not good for the coffee industry. <laughs> not for Shrewsbury. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, there's, there's, there's two ways to look at this, isn't there, when it comes to finances, especially with, with your industry. You know, we talk about uh, mortgages, and there's people with a mortgage that could get their houses repossessed if they're not careful, and there's people trying to enter the market into, into, into the, 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 uh, the ladder there. Um, and obviously we've got to look at both things possibly separately so if you feel like you're going to start struggling obviously you can go through your statements and, and look at well oh my god these these things i can't survive no more how do you keep your house in this situation um i, I think the, the main thing is not to bury your head in the sand and and hope it will go away is is obviously keep a keep an eye on what you're spending your money on um try and make positive steps to reduce your spending so that you can keep within your your budget or even set yourself a budget of how much you're going to spend when you go go out for a night how much you're going to spend when you go for a meal um and you know keep an eye on things like that and then you can save money and and know how much you've got to spend rather than uh, over go over the board yeah you know as a, a young person i find a lot of the time in our cases that young people that come forward to purchase a house when they get to that point um, you know, they are paying for mortgages that are cheaper than rent. And if rent's going up, you know, you have more control of your mortgage because it's consistent and it's your mortgage and it's yours. So one of my advices would be as a young person is when you get to that point to get on the property ladder mm-hmm. um, because then, you know, you've got your house, you can decorate it the way you want um, and it's, it's yours then. And then if you get onto that point of maybe one day renting it out, it's always going to be consistent income for when you get to that point. Um, so I found a lot of cases that we have is young people end up paying less for a mortgage because over a longer period of time compared to that sort of stamp on rent, which is really quite high at the moment. Yeah, it is quite scary. But I mean, it, it, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? You know, when you're young, just grab a mortgage. You, you can't just grab a mortgage, can you? <laughs> they look at every single, you know, you go, they look at every single aspect of your life and they look at, they, they, they really judge, critique. They look at everything that's going on. They're like, well, you can't afford a mortgage. You can't have this, you can't have that. What steps would you say to put into, to be able to, as a young person, be able to attain <laughs> a mortgage in the first place? I think what you need to do is um, ideally just drop us an email or drop a local mortgage advisor an email um, and they'll go through your uh, 
income and, and outgoings and work out maximum affordability so that you know roughly what you can buy um, and, and what it will cost you per month. I think the main thing to do is to plan ahead, you know, not sort of wake up on a Saturday morning and go and try and buy a house and then try and get a mortgage after you've put an offer in, uh, is to work out what you can afford, what it's going to cost you, uh, and then go backwards from there and, and try and find a property that meets your budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a scary time for a young person to buy a house, I imagine. Exciting, scary, mixed. Um, you know, I, I've got a few friends that are young, a lot younger than me that have just gone out and they, they, they're now on the ladder and got their houses and stuff. Very exciting time. Um, but there are people like me <laughs> in the 30s and not on the ladder yet, you know? And you, you think, because, you know, you're saying from a young age paying a mortgage, it's not very expensive, but for me, someone like me that's not got as long to live, <clears throat> uh, they might be like, oh, you're going to pay a lot more now for a mortgage. And I've got all these experiences with my finances that I don't know, get personal with people on my, my podcast, you know, but um, uh, it's, it's difficult for everybody, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, uh, what would you say to someone that was in, sort of later on in life wanting to get on the ladder? Um, h- how, do you, how do you do that? <laughs> I think it, a lot of it for us that we find is people getting over that step of actually reaching out and contacting. Um, I think a lot of them perhaps feel a bit embarrassed about what they might have, um, you know, in their bank account or their previous past of expenses. And I think it's getting over that leap of actually just reaching out to a financial advisor or mortgage broker and being like, look, this is, this is what I have and putting it out on a plate. Um, you know, is there any way I could afford a mortgage eventually? And, you know, quite a few people do get surprised as to, even if they've got maybe a few issues with their finances, um, they actually can afford something of whatnot um, and, and they can eventually get a house. So it's about, it's about having that conversation? Yes, it's yeah. Some of the energy to be able to talk to people about 100%, yeah. Because like you were saying at the beginning, don't bury your head in the sand. It's not, it's not worth it. It's, sometimes there are problems you can solve with little decisions that you can make, right? That's right. I would, yeah, definitely don't bury your head in the sand. Try and... Uh, Get some advice on what what you what you can afford, and uh, and see if you can, you know, buy somewhere yourself or or uh, do something like that. Because as Jessica said, in the long run, it does work out more cheaper, and and you'll end up owning the property. Your mortgage won't generally go up year after year, whereas your rent will. So if you look at the long term, you know what rents were 20, 30 years ago. They're considerably more now than they were then, whereas people who took a mortgage out 20, 30 years ago probably got very little left to pay if they're not, they've paid it all off. In terms of the older people, you can quite often get a mortgage to age 75 now, a residential mortgage and a buy-to-let mortgage you can take to any age. They, they will lend till you die and then uh, ask for the money back then. So uh, it, it's not, you know, so someone in their 30s can easily have a 30, 35, even a 40-year mortgage, you know. Well, I, I intend to live forever. I want to be Futurama, head in a jar. That's what I want to be. <laughs> I don't care how I look as long as I'm sentient. Let's just keep going that way. Yeah? <laughs> um, and, you know, you guys are, are you are here to solve problems for people. I, I, you know, I've done my research. I know that you guys help people. This is what you do, right? So with what's going on lately, I, I imagine you've had lots of, like, panics, lots of people writing a car. Oh, what's going on? You know, have, you, have you noticed that? Over? People panicking. Yes, at the moment, in the last few weeks. Um, not not too bad. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're always on available for advice, you know, for people who've got existing mortgages and things like that, and, and when they're coming around for reviews. I think there's a, bit, a few people panicking 
about their mortgage reviews. So when they come to an end of a fixed rate, they, yeah. want, they want to be sure they can get another rate and they want to do it as soon as possible. So, uh, but we, we, we try to uh, contact clients uh, at least six months in advance to let them know that, you know, their rate is going to change and have they got any plans to move house or, or should we just switch them to a cheaper rate? Um, so we, 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 we sort of install that as part of our service to offer them a, a review of their finances uh, every, every couple of years. It's all fascinating for me because I'm on the outside, obviously not being on the ladder. Um, and I love learning about new things. Um, so, you know, with 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 world and the way it changes, I imagine your your trade. It, it just whether it comes to prices going up, prices going down. Um, you know, fluctuations in the market. And you know, Shrewsbury they're building more and more houses. That must affect things as well. How do you guys stay ahead of the game? How how is it possible to be able to give people the right advice, knowing that things factors around your environment change all the time? I, I, well, we do a lot of uh, continued professional development, um, so we regularly read up on uh, what's going on in the market, um, what uh, what products are on offer. So, you know, help to buy has been a has been a big uh, big uh, a big advantage for house builders in that people can buy and help to buy by putting down as little as five percent, getting a twenty percent equity loan from the government, uh, and then getting a mortgage of seventy five percent. So they get a good rate. Um, the only the only problem with that is obviously the government always owns twenty percent of your property, um, which you have to pay them back at some stage. Um, so it's that's very clever on the it's very shady, very clever on the government's behalf because they're like, well, we own uh, how many millions of houses, you know? And, yeah, in some degree, and that's 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 incredible. That yeah. really is incredible. It, it, it's scary, it's, actually. <laughs> it's, it's a good scheme. It does help a lot of first-time buyers. I think that the, the problem arises when people want to pay it off, um, and if their income doesn't rise uh, rapidly, then they, they may they may sort of struggle to pay it off over uh, in five years' time or something like that. Wow, it reminds me of uh, Mary Poppins. How many houses have we repossessed this this week? Because <laughs> it is dog eat dog at sometimes with, with, with finance, um, but you've got to be now be able. There's got to be steps for everybody, right? Because it can't just be like, oh, I've got no money now. That's it. My life is over. You've got to be able to put in things in place to be able to sort of help yourself. Maybe before it gets too late. I think that, that's the, that's what you're saying right now. You know, there's there's things you can look at your statements and there's, there's decisions you can make about what, what you can spend here and what you can spend there. That, that that that's fantastic. So, you know, what we're looking at now, what we've the three things that we've discovered so far with this podcast is number one, don't bury your head in the sand. You need to have these conversations with your friends, with your family. You know, I have to get too big. You know, put your arm around somebody in the spa shop and be like, do you know what I spent last... You know, <laughs> but you, you can't bury your head in the sand with these things. Number two, look at your income, incomings and outgoings, right? Make sure there's there's not too much going out. You know, we all know how to do that. It's not That's not too bad. And then also as well, maybe draft in some sort of budget plan so that you're not spending too much on going on holiday or you're not spending too much in the pub at the weekend. So these are three important things that we've already discovered so far. Um, is there anything else that, that you know, you're, you got on the top of your, tip of your tongue right now that you're dying to say that you would like to tell young buyers or people that are struggling right now i think as a young person the hard thing is living up to social media um, ah yeah good yeah so you know when you're going out and you're flashing your pictures all over instagram of you having your prosecco or you know you buying a new outfit i mean look at fast fashion it's completely boomed because young people now are under the pressure of wearing a new new outfit, looking good, looking the part and kind of presenting that on social media. And I think 
personally a lot of that we need to walk away from and kind of take that picture. it's kind of gross isn't it a lot of it shoulders yeah. yeah um you know I'm a young person it's not as I don't feel the pressure as much but I definitely know that younger people feel it you know 18 19 you can just tell by their instagrams or their um tiktoks and that sort of thing i mean i don't even have tiktok and i'm a young person i do <laughs> what i don't do i do i don't do none of that dancing stuff what i do is i repurpose some of my content so people can enjoy it in little snippets but yeah i, I get what you're saying yeah and it, I, you know that um expense of going out and kind of flashing all that is you know money that could be put towards a deposit for a house or put towards a house to buy eventually at some point or you know your, your bills and you may think that this is kind of a new trend, but it really isn't. You know, over years there's been there's been fashion trends and fads and things that, you know, in the eighties, you know, the big fur coats and the, this. I don't know where it is, but, but there's always some sort of fad or some trend where you've got to try and fit in with a local community. But I think what you're saying is social media kind of just it, it expels that at a huge rate. You know, it's it's hugely amplified, uh, and you know, social media is is both a brilliant and a terrible thing for especially for that thing. Um, and you know what? what I would say to young people if I know there are young people that listen to my show hi guys um, but <laughs> what I would say is that you know you don't need to pay attention to that and it's, it's, I don't want to sound like your parents were like just, just ignore the bullies just you know but you just you really don't have to live up to those expectations especially when you get to my age and you just don't care anymore <laughs> you're just kind of like, this, is what, this is what I am you know <laughs> we're all going to end up like that eventually at some point where we just don't care anymore um, and you know you, life isn't five minutes long it's not. It is a literal lifetime. So don't go blowing all your money on some useless thing you're going to show on Instagram for five, you know, what, 500 likes or something? You know, it's just, it's a silly, strange scenario that we're all living in right now. Yeah. I, I don't see how that... The, the thing is, though, with, with, with social media and how people move with things, you know, we heard about cancel culture and, and memes and GIFs and all the way that people gravitate and move around things. Maybe one day we'll be like, actually, no, this is gross. We don't like that. And they'll cancel that. I don't know. We should definitely do that. <laughs> definitely. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, with with um, what's going on with the current finances, there's a lot of people at the moment, including me, my wife, you know, the prices will drop. The prices will drop. They've got to drop, haven't they? They've got to. Are we? Are we? Can we take that gamble? Are we allowed to take that gamble? What, how are we supposed to think about finances and the way they fluctuate? Do you mean house prices? No, with everything. The, with the prices of fuel and stuff. You know, I'm waiting for the the the. the, uh, the I don't want to be paying one seventy for diesel every week. <laughs> you know, what I mean? uh, we need to be able to plan ahead, and we can't really do that at the moment because we don't know what's happening with the finances around the world. Yeah, I think uh, fuel prices are astronomical at the moment. It's ridiculous. I mean, prices have gone right through the roof. Uh, um, I'm assuming that you know when the supply of petrol increases, the the price should drop. Yeah, because uh, it typically, supply and demand. Yeah, yeah, typically does drop. Mm. Um, food prices seem to have increased. I'm not sure whether that's as a result of Brexit or or, or the war or something like that, but uh, yeah, everything seems to be uh, going up. Seems to be very opportunistic. At the moment, with a lot of it, um, and it, you know, I'd love to. In fact, I do know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get. I had Extinction Rebellion come on my show a couple of years ago because I wanted to give them a voice. Okay, you got this thing you want to say, and let's talk about that. And I can see the points and a lot of what they're trying to make. But until we got the infrastructure in place, people, let's not block up the oil refineries yet. I get what you're trying to do. Fair play. Let's try and make changes to make the world a more sustainable place. But uh, in fact, I think they're actually causing more damage at the moment. I would say 
possibly around the world, um, especially when it comes to people having their oil stolen from the house for their heating for the year, you know, because of this, you know, there's so much going on at the moment with the world. Um, yeah, so how can people um, start a conversation with you guys um, as, as opposed to stepping out onto the ladder? What we typically do is we send them a, a questionnaire to, to complete to give us an idea of what their income is, what their outgoings are, um, we can work, quickly work out an affordability for them as to what sort of mortgage capability they've got. And then we can also do a, a full illustration as to what all the costs are involved in the mortgage process. So we, we like to give the clients all the information so that then they can have a think, have a chat over the weekend, um, come back to us and say, yes, they want to go ahead or no, they don't. Um, but yeah, initially to start with, I, I would suggest, you know, clients look at um, you know help to buy ICES things like that where they can get a bonus from the government uh, if they save for a certain period of time when they come to buy a house uh, a lot of lenders allow gifted deposits so if you've got a rich auntie or um, uncle you know uh, <laughs> It'd be nice wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> we, um, the lenders are quite happy to accept gifted deposits so that's sure they are it's money yeah. <laughs> would you like this money or this money <laughs> money's money isn't it um it's, this is, it's an interesting i guess though that makes a lot of sense so doesn't it because if you suddenly materialize money out of somewhere you haven't earned that and there isn't it doesn't look like you've yeah okay I get we, we, we get a few people who who's suddenly have thirty thousand pounds in their bank account and, and and where did that come from that? yeah exactly yeah. lenders get suspicious so you, they're better off saying you know it's it's come from their their parents but grandparents or whatever or letting us know where it's come from and then we could let the lender know and we just get them to sign a letter to say it's a gift rather than a, a loan or um you know it's come from unknown sources which nobody nobody likes mm-hmm. um a couple of years ago i interviewed the an amazing lady her name is dr joanna dodd massey and we did we had this amazing conversation about intergenerations and how working together because you know uh, generations they tend to not really get on you know there's, there's always seems to be that buffer that kind of you know generation x don't get on with my generation and this that and there's always seems to be that tension between generations until recently there seems to be an integration with a younger generation working with an older generation and each learning from each other and have you have you found we've got two two different generations now here that you guys are learning from each other and do, do you think it helps in the way you operate uh, definitely. I think, uh, you know, it's handy to have young people in the office who, who give you an idea of what, uh, you know, how to market things. Uh, Jessica does a lot on our marketing side and uh, promoting us through uh, social media and, and stuff like that. I haven't, I've got a little idea of it. But, we get some TikTok dances going. Uh, <laughs> I'll try at the weekend. <laughs> But I'm not that good a dancer. I don't no, me neither. I said, I'll go on TikTok, but I ain't been doing no dancing. So I haven't done a dance yet. And that's not happening. I'm sorry. Okay. Never. But no, I think it's really important that we do l- listen to our peers and yeah. the peers listen back. Um, because there is an old fashioned way of things where we, we look at um, policies and how things, and which is right. You know, there is definitely some, uh, there's some uh, need for following the rules, strict guidelines, but then maybe, I don't know, let's throw a bit of color on this thing. Let's look at the, uh, things at a different angle, a different, a newer way. Do you agree, Jess? Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, working with people that are of a different generation, you know, they're more wise, you could say. Um, and it's definitely interesting, you know, working with um, a company and kind of learning the ropes of how to run that company and that sort of thing, because I'd be completely 
blind to that sort of thing and yes. it's completely interesting um to kind of get the grips of how how it works um taking into account you know the products you sell how you sell them taking into account you know your tax calculations and that sort of thing if you're self-employed say mm-hmm. um and yeah it's just completely interesting because it's something that perhaps i will get to that step one day yeah um and I'll be able to know, know what to do. And just knowing a mortgage is so important, I think. Mm-hmm. And knowing the process of a mortgage that people are completely blinded to, especially as a young person. And a lot of it is that people think it's a boring, can't really be bothered. You know, my friends who will slowly move into the property market at some point have no idea what even a mortgage is. And it's just a really important key um, element to your, to your life. Yeah, and, and what I love about it is well, when we have all generations have to learn about something new together. And one of the most, uh, I think, when it comes to finances, one of the most intriguing things is possibly being able to pay with things with your phone and with your watch, things like this, because it's quick spending. You don't have to go to the ATM to get money out. You don't have to get your card out and put the... It's quick, isn't it? Bop, 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 bop. You, know, you can just, as you walk out, bop, with your watch, it's just nuts, right? So that, I imagine that that kind of new trend is something that's fairly new in the last three or four years. Um, and so that we've all had to learn that together. And I guess that must affect finances somehow. You know, the fact it's so easy just to go to, pub, oh, one more, bop, one more, bop, you know, it's just, I don't know, maybe that's, that's something that, um, that we can all sort of learn together, both generations. And, and you know what? I think it's, you were right when you, when you talk about you know listening to your peers and stuff. You know, going into the radio and doing the radio stuff now. There are people that have been doing the radio for lots of years, and they do their thing. Hey, welcome to the radio, and they've been doing that for X amount of years. I'm like, I really want to learn from these people. Um, they're amazing folks. They've been doing it for years, but at the same time, I want to do it in a new style as well. So I want to learn. I want to speak to everyone so that I get it right. You know. Um, okay, so. Is there anything that you want to add before? We, we've been going for half an hour now. Um, is there anything that we've, you think we've missed as far as mortgages and how things are changing at the moment? How can... I would, I would just say um, plan, plan ahead. Um, you know, try and find out what, what, what documents are required, um, what you can afford and, and go from there. You know, we typically do uh, an agreement in principle for clients, which is a certificate that says, yes, they can get a mortgage of such amount. Once they've got that, they can then go and put an offer in on a property um, through the estate agents. Most estate agents won't consider your offer unless you've got an agreement of principle or you can show funds to buy the property. So um, it's just doing things one stage at a time and then uh, planning, getting all your documentation together and going from there. But uh, the, the, you know, you've got to find the right property for you is, is the hardest thing. I think these days there's, very, there's a shortage of supply out there. Um, and you know, I, I sorry, Jess, was there anything that you wanted to add as well? Is there anything? Um, just as a tip, I would perhaps um, try and limit spending to present on social media. Um, you know, Very limit good. your meals out and that sort of thing, and uh, kind of even just putting you know five pound a, a week away, which is like you know not much at all. Like, that will really make a difference in the long run. Um, and just hopefully building up a bit of savings that might be able to help you out to buy a house eventually or pay for your pay for your bills comfortably at some point. 
and obviously your credit rating goes in a lot into your your, your mortgage and stuff. There's I mean, there's loads of websites out there on how to build your credit rating. But is is it that is it that simple? Your credit rating has to be X amount before you can get a mortgage. Uh, generally, if your if your credit's reasonably good, yeah, most people will be able to get a mortgage. Um, if you've not paid bills, um, if you've let things slip, you know, then your credit rating will drop. Um, and it's worth checking on one of the sites as to what your credit rating is um, before you even apply, because uh, if it's if it's fair or poor, you know, you're going to have to put a bigger deposit down or you're going to pay a higher interest rate. But your credit rating is like a fluid thing, so it's not static. You know, you can improve it as, as time goes on. The longer ago the credit problems that you had were, the, the less significant it is. So uh, just keep an eye on that. And to everybody that, you know, is going to start, is worried and, and that, they, you know, you are going to start struggling. We all, there's a lot more people than you realise that's going to be struggling together. So my advice to you guys is to talk about things. Don't bury your head in the sands. Don't feel like, you know, you, this is one of those phrases that you hear, don't bury your head in the sands. I mean, you are going to be feeling anxiety. You're going to be feeling scared. You're going to be feeling frustrated. Uh, and you're going to be feel like you're not allowed to talk about this with your, with your people because you're not, you, you, maybe you feel ashamed maybe you feel scared you can talk about these things with people and even if it's not like even if it's a, like a, a hotline like the Samaritans or something like just to get it off your chest just to talk about it is just going to be such a relief for you um, and you know if you do it a few times with a hotline uh, or with someone that is impartial to you and isn't part of your circle the more you talk about it the easier it will get um, so, and then you can start making your plans and then you can get the strength to start, you know, looking at your bank statements. Actually, you know, what is that there? You know, talking about these things, even if it's to a brick wall or a hotline or a podcast, a vlog, an, an anonymous, anonymous blog that you've written. These things are very, very important. So don't feel like you can't talk about these things because it's very important that you do. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Discuss your finances with whoever. Um, but yeah, talk about it because... You'll, chances are you'll find other people in the same situation. Yes. So that they'll, they'll be concerned as well. Amazing. Um, where can people follow you guys on, on social media to keep in touch with what's going on? So we're currently on um, Facebook under AFP Shrewsbury. Um, we've recently joined LinkedIn as well um, under AFP Shrewsbury again. And then, of course, the website. Um, if you just type us in, you can find us uh, on the website. So not hit TikTok yet. But maybe. <laughs> You've done some videos, haven't you, Jess? On yeah, we've got a few videos going on. Um, you know, a few competitions. If you guys want to get involved, really? Yeah, um, and we're actually currently raising um, trainers. We're keen runners in our office, so we're raising some trainers, as many trainers as possible, secondhand or um, you know, used trainers that are lying about in your wardrobe or wherever. Um, and we're going to be sending some of that, um, all of them, off to um, Ukraine. Amazing, really good. And I did see actually on the website that you do do a lot. You did a great job for the, the ARC last year and yeah. Yeah. you guys do a lot for the community. So thank you for, for, for doing that. It's really nice. It's a nice touch. Thank you. Um, I really enjoyed chatting to you guys. I know it's not it's not an easy subject, and I, if you if you listen to this podcast, yeah, I'm not a finance guy. We did uh, we I did an interview <laughs> with Nick Jones from uh, Frog Morden, and 
I was just like, while Nick very uh, amazingly spoke about, eloquently spoke about money and finances. Uh, And the same with this as well. You know, I'm not, like you said, you talk about, you don't know what a mortgage is. I know what a mortgage is, but when you talk about like um, percentages and and, and this and that and the other, I I do sort of get foggy headed. So having this conversation like this was kind of daunting for me, but I I think uh, we've all learned something from this. So thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I want to tell you guys about our website as well, which is theshoeswithbiscuitpodcast.co.uk. All of our content is playable from there. Um, that's if you don't want to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so that's theshoeswithbiscuitpodcast.co.uk. And that's made for, our, for made for us by our friends by Web Orchard. If you need a website, doesn't matter what you do. Um, if you have an Etsy account, if you have a business, um, they will make the perfect website for you like they did with us. Um, also as well, I want to tell you guys that we are going to be moving our audio hosts. Uh, we're not going to be using Podbean anymore. Uh, we're going to move to a different, it's called Activate. And uh, it's, a, it's amazing because there's a, a couple of things that I'm closing off that I want still to exist. And there's new things I'm working on. And with that, I can have all of that and it can all be live. So I'm going to move that over. What I would do is pay attention to social media, look for new links. If you do listen to us on Spotify or iTunes, make sure you hit that, that subscribe button or the, the, whatever it is, the follow button, whatever it is on the, the app you use. And that's not to get more followers. That's just so it follows you when we move over. So, yeah. Thank you so much for chatting to me today, guys. Thanks, Alex. It's been awesome. Um, And we will catch you guys next time. Thank you. Peace out.